that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and talking die. to Mary about, like, we were watching a show or something, and they're like, oh, someone earned a cool, sweet street name. And I was like, what's oh, my dude. street name? You don't, dude, you don't get, oh, my God, you can't, you can't create your own street <laughs> know, name. You I just do. have to get it. Out on the streets. Well, her street name is Barbell, and so I'm like... <laughs> oh, fuck needs, yeah, dude. I'm like, she needs to... And it's funny, because it's always from, like, D&D or something. Like, she names all her characters Barbell, so Bar- that's just her street name. <laughs> it's, like, not even that's, that hard. That's, but, that's <laughs> genius. Dude, but that I'm is, like, that's beautiful. She's like, I'm, I'm like, what's my street name? She's like, I don't know, like, Dr. Robinson or something? I'm like, what? <laughs> so they do Dr. call me that. They do call yeah, me they, <laughs> The doctor? You're not... You sound like You sound like you play, like, fucking... You play like <laughs> no. you know varsity basketball or something. I give I give fake news on social media websites. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Dude. Tell people to drink bleach for COVID. No, uh, yeah, dude, you you have ivermectin in your home right now. <laughs> oh yeah, you can sell it. it as a solve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, this oh is God. the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. We're uh, I'm Levi, Doctor Doctor Robinson over here, and <laughs> Jordan. See, he's he's Jet and the residential Howard. Right, and that I and I gained that <laughs> that is your nickname <laughs> through through the power, the sheer power of my of my cannonball arm. It does, and that's go you know. bowling. He bowls at residential speeds, and I <laughs> yeah. throw my shoulder out, and it goes like fourteen miles an hour or something. At most. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm hitting like twenty five thirty every <sighs> ball. I know, out, it, baby. It scares me, and it scares like people. <laughs> I haven't been bowling with you in years, but it was like people would move lanes away from us just from the sheer <laughs> yeah. force of that. <laughs> For, yeah. You're like gonna break the sound barrier or something. It would be, yeah, exactly. The like it's because my uh, my residual like yeah the the wind that would the power <laughs> yeah. that would blow through it would knock over their drinks. It's or, like an anime every time. It's like when his like jacket flies yeah. back. Um, yeah, and anyway. then there's always about seven pins still standing because I'm terrible at bowling. <laughs> I know. Well, you hurl it so hard it just like goes into the gutter. Yeah, basically. Um, so the movie we watched is it has the exact opposite energy of the scene we just described. It's much more of a uh, low key, quiet kind of movie, which was a change of pace. It's which, super. Which, it it felt, felt good to me. Well, it it moves, it moves in such a delightful way. The, it like it literally does feel like a choreographed dance. That's a hundred percent. For me, I'm wet in here, dude. I'm sorry. I'm same, gonna be. Same. I am. Like, it is like the humidity in this room right now is probably like 94 percent. That sucks. It's brutal. Um. Anyways, no, uh, it's, it's only like the movie we were here. talking about. Of course, is <laughs> Noah Baumbach's Francis Ha, and that's probably my favorite thing about. I think that's the best thing about this movie is like the editing and the pacing. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, we'll get more into it, but it's just like, that was, for me, I was like, I'm it, normally annoyed when movies do that, like, where it's just such small scenes, like, Scorsese does it a lot, and he does it well, but I've always noticed, like, where it's been, like, a shot that's, like, a whole scene, and it's borderline yeah. montages, but it's, like, the way this right. movie shows, like, such small little slices of life just, like, popping around just well, to dude, show the passage of time the and relationships. Well, I, I like, this movie felt like a 24-hour film, but it takes place over, like, a year. Yeah, it's like a year. So, yeah. it, it's, like, it's like a year long, but the it felt like it happens in a day. It's, like, it's like really, like, it's cool like that. It's, like it's breezy. Really down. Yeah, breezy, and just, I think it's also, like, you're kind of, like, caught up in, like, the carefree nature of Frances herself. But, anyways... Let me read a synopsis. Yeah. I finally got to write one. I'm I had. I'm so proud of you. I I know. I'm I'm excited to read what I have right. uh, written here. For most people who've uh, not seen this movie and won't watch it, uh, yeah. here's the synopsis for you. Yeah. If you're coming, if you're coming to this without knowing, give you a little synopsis here. All right. Francis is a New York transplant that has aspirations of taking over the modern dance scene in the Big Apple with the help of her college BFF and platonic life partner Sophie. A struggling publicist, 
that promises to write a book about Francis's rise to power. Through the bliss of all their escapades, Francis struggles to focus on moving to the next level of her life and career after the rejection from her dance studio to move into a permanent position, uh, Francis just kind of exists. Sophie moves to a more expensive place, sending Francis to apartment hop with other friends. As her money troubles persist, she goes, uh, she goes home for the holidays, gaining some perspective with her parents, but upon her arrival to New York City, she crashes, crashes with a dance partner that has succeeded where she failed. The envy of her friends caused her to take a weekend trip to Paris that tanks her credit, she returns home to New York City, taking an unfulfilling job back at her college. But the worst part is, is her falling out with Sophie, who is now living a life in Japan with her leather couch-loving husband, Patch. Frances is now a year older, renting her own apartment, still beaming with the dream to become her own woman. That was a uh, good job. That was more, more coherent than, like, the actual plot of the movie. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it like it's, it does like it's the, breezy. It just kind of, like I said, it's kind yeah, of just it, goes. It like literally is just like each scene is basically like a short story. Like each scene is like it's yeah. basically like, and it kind of it's kind of they shot the whole movie as a test. It, it, it oh, was right. really cool. I was I I should post the interview I was listening to. It's like the the cinematographer and and Noah Baumbach were together, and it's like they're just kind of they're just chatting about what they did in like 2010 they got together and they talked about because digital was like just right on the cusp it was it was just kind of brand new right and uh and they were kind of like what can we do with digital how can we like how can we make digital feel like film but be its own thing and it's so discreet that they were able to like shoot really low key like the whole thing feels low key because the production behind it like they they totally just they would like go and covert like they shot on the plane when she's flying to paris that's literally there's them flying from new york to la mm. and they like shot it like quote unquote illegally like it's just like yeah. without you know you just they just shot it on the plane it's like they they kind of did a lot of that where it's like they would shoot like undercover essentially i love that like new york street it's kind of that guerrilla filmmaking you know what i mean just right to... big time and that and it, it shows that energy is there it does like this, it does this feels like this feels like a movie that could have been made in like the 60s french new wave or something it does like there is like you know establishing scenes to like get you into the city it's like you can tell they're just driving around in a car you know just like filming the city right you know and like Um, like when they're shooting her like dancing and stuff it's like you can tell it's like they're just like across the lobby just like zoomed in a little bit with the telephone right (laughs) right 100 yeah they're like yeah they're like tracking her probably from like a subway where they're just shooting you know nobody's there and it's like they're shooting a lot of natural light and they like shot on the subway it's got that vibe too um yeah this movie it's I, I wondered then if you know, because I didn't listen to the interview, and I didn't look it up because you're usually my resident fact guy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. for our podcast, I'm the straight man that doesn't learn the facts yeah. unless I know them already in advance. Right, um, right. And I, but, I try to like, I try to get it down. It's kind of, yeah. We'll so see. What, I your... didn't know, I, I didn't really pay that close attention to it, that it was digital, because it did look kind of like film. And I think that I was going to ask you. I'll tell you, you why. <laughs> why is it in black and white? Like, because obviously that was a conscious decision to make it in black and white. And I wonder if there was like something to it um, other than like just trying to look artsy. And obviously there's a lot of hipsters in this movie, so I could see that being a thing. But the fact <laughs> yeah. that you're saying, cause it does look like film. The fact that they maybe use that to cover the digital aspect uh, makes, makes some sense. But what, yeah, what do you got? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of, you, you can kind of just like surmise how it, how it came about. Um, but they, he chose digital, because of like money that's yeah. that's a large it's a large aspect of it but it was also well, you the, don't need the, to do the, and not everything needs to be on film this movie works perfectly well, fine just like well and the reason it's spend, the, gives spend the money elsewhere rich, yeah yeah the reason it gives such like rich tones and it like feels it feels like it's on film is like the the guy i worked with and i can't god dude i can't remember his name they introduce it and uh but anyways, the like the cinematographer we worked with, he's like he's like really strong into film, and they've like they've worked together. Sam Levy, or Levy, uh, they like they really work together well on film, and so he wanted to take digital and see if that he could go into the program and like it's like, dude, the process of how they get the black and white because they shot it in color. I was gonna so ask because they, they it, shot it. That looks yeah, dude, like it's pretty good. It, 
it's like yeah it's because i don't crisp, know every they, time there's a black and white movie in modern day i'm always like obviously this is a conscious artistic decision why uh unless that, it was shot on is, like cheap film really, or something then he that's really a did financial it, decision, right but. right and that's different yeah but he so he did decide to make it black and white because when they did like the screen testing he liked the he like he's like he liked how rich digital could look in black and white and it just kind of was like a movie he's never he's never done black and white before and he wanted to give it a timeless feel and it totally it totally works because i like like i said i could see this in the 60s i literally thought this was like one of the first i thought this came before like greenberg and like i, I mean before squid in the well honestly but i think squid in the well was his first directorial debut I, yeah movies. i think but, so this but, movie uh, could have timeless I, yeah, I, I, that makes sense. And I also, watching it, and I couldn't tell if I, that's something I liked or not, but this uh, having you say that makes me feel like I've leaned towards more liking it. But it feels like they someone wrote the script in the 90s and then shelved it for 15 years, almost. Right, it right. Feels well, what, like what it is. The content of the story, as well as the like free flow, kind of like crisis of adulthood going on, feels like a lot of movies that are coming out in like the mid-90s. Uh, you know what I mean? Like all those like quote unquote like slacker comedies and all that. It's got like that undercurrent without being like a you know like a stone or a goofball. Definitely has more of the like uh, sentimentality of like you know they're millennials. <laughs> but yeah, and that and I think it's just it becomes or it comes from Greta Gerwig is like married to or whatever I don't know if they married or just she's she's been with Noah Baumbach for years and. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's because this is this is pretty autobiographical and they just kind of like they've she's had a bunch of like writing and a bunch of like I, just her life together and they yeah. they came together and they they put it to film and it she says it beautifully that like once it goes on to film it kind of becomes that story and it's not really like my story anymore it's not really yeah. about me even though there's like there's a lot of aspects of my life and Noah's life put together it's interesting it just becomes you know Francis's life and it's like I think that's that's really pretty, and it's it's a beautiful movie. And dude, but what's cool is they shot it on digital. How he, he they shoot it flat on color, and then he goes and he puts other colors on top, and he pops it out, and then he'll like he'll take two two video tracks, and then he'll like he'll like blur out the color into one, and then drop like color back on, and just huh. make it black and white. And it like it takes he's taking color out and putting a different color thing on it like he's saying basically it's like it's a it looks like 3d interesting until they until they, until they blend the the tracks together and they become one that's cool man a, it is just a 3d track and it's like it's wild to see the i'll put the i'll put post it, it, on, yeah, the put reddit. it on the reddit because r slash cold of knowledge yet like i'm surprised you can it, find it it's, it's digital cool. and that makes sense that they put the effort because once they, you said then that it was released on film so that they go to digital oh. then they put it on film they put it on they transferred it Did to a film print, for like transfer for for distribution that's great though. to movie theaters so that's why it gives a it's got the bouncy feel when you watch it in theaters and when you watch it now because it's been like criterion and so it has yeah. that like that it, version it is it's probably. wild it's wild it like and it has some like aliasing and like some of that some of the well, digital noise that's inside why i was of it, surprised because it's, it's like film, i felt like, like i saw some noise but then I also had like saw some film grain style, yeah. And so yeah. I wasn't sure. But that that said, then this must be the the uh, the best looking black and white digital film like that Dude. I've seen probably. Well, I wonder now. It, it made me oh fuck I forgot to look it up because it made me really want to go. Um, like modern black and white films, it's like uh, they don't shoot them black and white digital unless they just on as an afterthought just slap a black and white filter on it, and it usually looks like butt because it wasn't shot for that. Well, that's exactly because they'll shoot it they'll shoot it color and they put literally just like a digital a digital uh filter on it yeah. later in editing and it like yeah of course it's gonna look it's gonna look bad it's gonna muddy up the blacks and the whites and so it's like it's just yeah this is beautiful i'm sorry let me find out real quick you remember that movie so this the whole time i was watching this um when it comes to the freaking uh see they straight up yeah, man. Did they shoot that? So, oh, see, I don't know if this is enough. No, it was it was thirty five. So, okay, so that's wild. So, do you remember that movie, The Artist? Yeah, that came out that came out in two thousand eleven. Oh, and that's that's black and white, but that actually is shot on film. Yeah. So, 
that yeah. like that even, literally even if you like, shoot it digital but sh- shoot for black and white that's what's always surprising yeah. it's just like you right. know because then you have to do like black and white uh like cinematography and lighting because like lighting works totally different whether you're shooting in color or you're shooting in black and white and that's why i was surprised that they shot this in color too because it's like it looks fucking good for black and white i thought for sure they shot in black and white because there's like some scenes that are lit with the shadows are borderline noir like you know right especially but it makes sense they had to be digital because it's like they shot in such dark scenes that made it look good and it's like obviously that's so hard to do with film you can have like a billion lights well exactly exactly that's what's so cool like that that makes Um, this film a little bit more special in my opinion is that they were able to get a little more intimate if you will inside the apartments and stuff yeah. With like with more natural light. No, yeah, that makes more sense. It it's got to be that way. Um, I think it's interesting. You said I didn't really realize it until the credits at the end that it was co-written by Gerda, uh, mm-hmm. Gerwig. Greta, yeah, Greta yeah, Gerwig. Gerwig. Sorry, and uh, it makes sense because while I was watching it, I was like, I thought she might have been involved, like in the writing process, maybe. But I was like, uh, I'm like, this could be a sequel, almost. To like Lady Bird, which is like her other uh, movie that she uh, wrote and directed that's, that's like semi-autobiographical, yeah. but it's like high school. So it's like almost like right. the high school character, and then this is her like post-college character almost. Except for like, honestly, Frances uh, is like a little bit dumber, in my opinion, but like I she's, know, yeah. she's well, like she's a lovable just... goof. I, I called her. I called her the. I called her the hipster pixie dream girl. <laughs> yeah. The manic. The manic. The manic pixie dream girl. But she's the hipster version. She's just kind of like. <laughs> I, I really learned to like her character because she. Uh, she's like yeah. kind of oblivious and but like is aware of some stuff and is like just kind of like, I don't know. She's kind of just like a, like a goober, a bit of a goober. That, that's yeah. <laughs> but she's not like. I totally she's not agree. like. She's like I don't know. She's kind of like not the brightest in certain situations like. I like that she doesn't have to be like the smartest character or most interesting character of a scene. Like sometimes she's just like the ramblingest character and sometimes like yeah. the most annoying character, but like on purpose to show like her reality and like who she is, you know? Cause even right. the scenes like that stood out the most, that kind of thing is like when they're having the dinner party, when she moves back to New York sure. and, and that, that shows it's the like largest, the adult like, dinner party. Disconnect. And she's like yeah. talking like a high schooler and been like, so and so was dating blah blah blah, and then they but they left blah blah blah, and the guy the look on the guy's face is like, how trivial, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. With this wine and everything, and it's just like uh, I don't know stuff like that's I, I really liked a lot of those type of scenes where it's like puts her in these different situations and like gently challenges her, I guess, like socially, right. which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, I, I, that's what it's weird. This is this is kind of a movie where I'm like. I, if I saw this, oh, so if I saw this when I was like 20, I would, I would probably be like, huh, this seems, you know, I'm like, wow, this adulthood is awkward. It's like, she almost, I'm almost kind of like, man, she doesn't have her shit together. I hope I have my shit together when I'm 27. And then if I saw it as I was 27, I'd probably be like, oh man, this is like fun. It's reminiscent. It's like this, it's like, it feels, it feels pretty true to life. You have yeah a whole array of friends you have friends that are like closer and it's like you know you just you're and you're kind of like bumbling through life because everyone is it's like you know and uh so then but now watching it like as an adult this is my first time i've seen it i assume with you too yeah yeah yeah, same right that's what we were okay yeah i I couldn't remember if we said that last time but first time we're watching this and i'm like i'm like you know i'm 32 and i still kind of like i'm like ah fuck i relate but it's also kind of nostalgic too because i'm like oh man i remember being like in my earlier 20s and because it, it's kind of feels like that a little bit more. well that's our whole like, thing everyone's yeah. like oh you're old but you're like don't have your shit but, together uh-huh which yeah. is like i can see that perspective but it's like it's interesting that this movie doesn't take a stand one way or another which i yeah i love because I, I i don't like movies where it's like i need to grow up you know and then they've been like right. and then they become an adult and they get everything they ever wanted and all this and it's like it's she's still like it shows that like both sides are bullshit a little bit like being yeah. this youthful dumb kid it's like she's doesn't want to do that because that's just like you know she wants to grow up and change and not be so like naive and like just like playful because she is getting older but then she, all these other characters too that have these like quote-unquote adult lives like her friends getting engaged and everything it's like right that's not all that either you just gotta fucking do yourself man 
and yeah. uh and the it, fact and that it doesn't it, like take a stand and it's just her just being her because and then even when she does get what she achieves it's like you know a small step in the, that direction sure there's no yeah she and that's a whole that's a whole thing there's like this has very little to no character growth <laughs> as much as just we are all just living and growing you yeah. know it's like that, that's what's great that scene with her friend when they go back to the college and it's kind of like she's she's feeling nostalgic sophie's like there and you know seeing her and she's like oh i'm gonna come back to you i'm gonna come back to new york and we're gonna live she's together drunk and she's, and she's drunk like... and it, right she's like oh it's like but when she like wakes up and it's kind of like no i'm i'm happy with well, in the next scene because the way it moves along yeah. too it doesn't make a huge thing out about it she just is engaged no. you know what i mean yeah or is married right. i mean like you know full on like it's a whole thing right and yeah. uh that's why the way it moves the pacing along is really good where it's just like they're talking about christmas and then it is christmas you know what i mean it's just yeah. like there's not all this there's you know a two second shot of her and her mom shopping and it's like um a lot of other filmmakers would just like, okay, what can I tell and have a scene of her and her mom shopping and like would make a whole scene out of it. And it's like, I'm guilty of doing that in some of my own writing where it's like, I can't do just these snippets like this movie does so well, which I think lends to the organic nature of it, where it's just like such small shots of like bonding with someone like, Oh, okay. How do we show that they're becoming close with their roommates? These new roommates. It's like, we could show a scene of them bonding or like literally five seconds from 10 different scenes, but it's not a montage. You know what I mean? Not really. Yeah. It's right? just like the yeah. way that it's just like it flows. It does feel like a dance in a way. And I, that, that was like yeah. my favorite part is how it would be like zip and flow to the, to the scenes. And then obviously I have like big longer scenes. And, um, every time there was a title card of a new place she lived, it's like, I feel that I moved. Uh, around. I move. We, we've moved around a lot. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I I don't feel like I've I don't feel like I've settled down per se, so it kind of it, it felt good like the energy. I'm like I'm I'm excited to watch this again later in life, yeah. and like you know maybe every like five ten years I should watch this film, kind of see where I'm at, you know, <laughs> yeah, all that. So yeah, for sure, yeah, because this is the longest I've ever lived in one place. Like since like maybe my whole life, maybe high school is the only time I lived a little Wild. bit longer in the Magna House. I think I only lived there for like five years, but. Yeah, well, um, dude, I moved out. Yeah, from I lived in the same place till I was eighteen, and then moved. And I've literally, yeah, like every year or whatever. Yeah, every like yeah, five years or so. Every time, I've I've been moving. I've moved. So much. Moving, baby. I've been, I've been, I've, I went to like eight different elementary schools. I went to a different junior high every single year. East Hollywood, high, East high Hollywood school, was the only one, dude, <laughs> that I went the whole time. Yeah. And oh, I, dude, did you? Well, I transferred okay. there in ninth grade, if you'll recall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of black and whites, dude, I found. Do you know this is totally a tangent? But everybody out, everybody out podcast, has to do with black and white. You're gonna, you're gonna learn. It does, it does. You're gonna learn about. Uh, you could watch some of the movies that we made in high school on YouTube. It's the. Did you know there's like Man Bear TV? I so did. That's that's man- how I found. I went down that rabbit hole ever so slightly because I when we did uh, No Country for Old Men last year. Because that's where I found the YouTube video for the No Country remake for, that I did in yeah. high school. Uh, that scene. And I, I didn't go back fully down it, but I wanted to. Because there was Dude, like... There are... Yeah, there are a bunch. And there's one we did Nosferatu. And we actually yeah. shot that on shot film. Shot it on film. Yeah, on 8 million. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean not, not 100% of it, but like... Most but like of it. A good, a good majority, yeah. It's yeah. And it's like... Dude, it's like 12 or 13 minutes and long. And I think we shot like 10 minutes of it on Zach looks film. like a, a tiny little baby child. <laughs> hey, dude, Victoria Victoria did not believe it was Zach at all. Because it's like, like... His little emo hair and everything. He had like the longer beautiful. shaggy... And he looks... He looks about 13. Hey. Like, it's adorable. He, does. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, dude. It's great, man. And, and da- it's like... And David Westfall, shout it. out if you listen to this. He looks the same. Oh, dude. <laughs> David Westfall, you do... Well, He's I mean, And I... He's got a good beard I, I went now, to, I think. Exactly. I was going to say, I went to Westfall's uh, YouTube page to see if I could find Nosferatu. And, uh, and, you know, anyways, I couldn't. But Man Bear TV, that's where you find it. Everybody yeah. in the world, go find it. But, uh, yeah, he's looking good. He's looking a little filled out with a big old beard. He looks great. I think he's married it. or engaged or some shit. Yeah, I think so. Um, but that's dope. Right on. Congratulations. Yeah. Um. But, anyways, that was a, that's a super <laughs> tangent. So, shooting on film is very difficult because we've done it. And it's like, you know... It, you have to get it like processed. And so I feel like doing digital made it, made it easier for them because 
they could literally because you you know that this movie is like notorious for takes they yeah, they I, did I see that. did did you did you hear about that or read that no anymore? idea they, no. dude it's like it's like there's a 28 second scene and they did 48 takes for it good lord it's like they they and they like every single scene they would take multiple takes and it's so funny that makes because sense like if you're doing it, digital may a, as well just to see what works which and, that, made, and that's which what's makes, so that's what's so cool makes the editing even more impressive though honestly if they had that right. many takes they better had to have had a good script supervisor to like figure out what the good takes right. were because uh, yeah. I'd fucking kill myself if I had to go through 48 takes of one scene. Dude, 48. Well, yeah, and it, it, it's funny because in an interview she was talking about it. She's like, she's like, well, it's really hard. Like, uh, once you get, you know, once you're like, you do your first take and you feel good. And then you're about five takes in and you're kind of like, oh, my God, what are, what are we doing here? Then you get ten takes in and you're kind of in, the, you're in it now. You're feeling, you're feeling like the flow and you've got the whole energy now. And then that's usually, they, they were doing that. Like, every time they would get yeah. like up to ten takes. Because that's when they're feeling it, and so it's like I'm just like well, that's so funny for such a low key movie. All that is funny. All the scenes took a lot of takes. It obvi- that obviously made me think of like David Fincher movies. Everyone says like he has like fucking oh. eighty takes yeah. and shit like that. Uh, yeah. But it's interesting that you say that they feel that way about it because like that's always someone that's like actors that are in David Fincher movies always get asked like, oh, it's because David Fincher's such a perfectionist. Is it? It must suck having to do like seventy scenes, seventy takes of one scene, and they're like, "No, it's actually really freeing because it's like, you're always gonna do more, and so you don't have like, the pressure <laughs> to like yeah. really super like you could try it different ways a little bit and kind of mess with it slightly um, to see what feels the best. I think that's smart. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that's great. But what's cool too is the for whatever the, you're working on, it just depends, obviously, but. It does, right? And there's times when you get it and you like, yeah, you feel good. And they're like, there are movies out there where it's like, you only get it in one take, Children of Men. But uh, <laughs> it like in this, it's cool because it goes to show Noah Baumbach, um, you know, and and Greta does like, their their writing is so solid that it's like, I just love how he, he like writes in inflection. He'll write in like, he'll write in like characters like body language, and yeah. so it it just. Noah Baumbach. I really love his working writing. with Wes Anderson is some yeah. of my favorite stuff. Yeah. And then his his personal stuff I love. Like he did Margot at the wedding, right? Yeah, which is one I've not <sighs> seen though. Oh, dude, really? That, I want so to. That's, that's... I've, yeah, I think I've only seen Squid in the Wild, Greenberg, and Margot. Oh, Margot's. really? Not, have yeah. you uh, have you seen uh, Mer- the Merowitz sto- uh, stories? Right? Is that the last? Oh thing? my god! I is feel like maybe I did. The, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, like it's Ben Stiller and. Uh, 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 oh my god! Drive me nuts. Adam Sandler and like Dustin Hoffman, right? Oh, um, no, maybe I'm thinking but of, his last one was one. Marriage Story. Oh, he did Marriage Story. Yeah, oh, shit. Which was I really, really want to see that. I, I have. Oh, not you seen haven't it yet, fucking seen I, Marriage Story? No, good... no. I I love Adam Driver, and so I, it's like, dude, I Adam Driver in this, I wanted to Scarlet. be one of his many girls that he was banging because he's like, <laughs> I'm like, look at young hipster Adam. He's such a like little hipster too. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Mar the Mayor Witt stories, new and selected, but yeah, that's uh, Adam Sandler, oh. Ben Stiller, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, that one's probably my oh, favorite of his. Honestly, you should watch it. I need to, dude. I feel like I I probably have. Some I, that I really I don't like even it. Remember. It's like I mean, it came out in two thousand seventeen. I was gonna say nineteen, uh, two thousand seventeen, and I'm pretty sure it's like a Netflix original or something. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's a Netflix original. But yeah, that one's fucking good. I, but I love his writing because that's like Damn that movie has a lot of like overlapping dialogue, but it's like you, it's written that way, and it's uh, uh, I think that's what's he does. The, he does really naturalistic he, dialogue, right? He's the he's the um, Woody Allen that I like. <laughs> I, I honestly, and it's yeah. funny. It's funny you say that too because Francis Ha, I always thought was a Woody Allen movie. Until oh, it got real? until it got picked, and I was like, it, "Oh, this is Noah Baumbach." What, I thought it was Woody Allen. Is it is that is like they 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 drew inspiration from Woody Allen. I can see. He that. was talking about how it's like you know it's kind of just like that is you 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 can't. It's unmistakable that his cadence is like Woody Allen, and it's it takes place in New York and romanticizes New York and romanticizes kind of just that like that like that kind of like privileged. 
<laughs> you know, just going to be like, a, I, I just want to be an artist, yeah. but it's because I have the opportunity uh, to do opportunity. so. Right, right, right. Kind of that, like, yeah, there, there are always, there's always a safety net somewhere. Out uh, there. Yeah, so it, kind it of, is that it struggling that artist where it's like, you know, yeah, you can always move back home because your parents are doing okay. Right. Or, or you <laughs> always have your, like, I love it too when they, they, they make fun of that. Where she's like, oh, this is a rich kid's apartment. Like, uh-huh. you know, like you're, you're, you're with these, like, that's what, you know, that's what, that's what they get to do because they're rich kids. Like, I, and she's like, oh, I love the apartment. I love the vibe. It feels good. And she's like, yeah, that's what every rich kid says or whatever. Right. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I gotta say like the one thing about, there's a couple things about this movie that I didn't like that stopped it from being. Yeah. yeah like, it, this is, this is like, I think I give it two and a half stars. Nah, you gave it three and a half. So, Me, you and Travis oh, all gave it three and a half. Give it three and a half. Which oh, we're okay. all like, you know, we're like, this is a good movie. It's slightly, it's above average. I liked it, but it's not like going to absolutely blow my socks off. But like, yeah. other than like, it's not really saying much overall. And I think that's kind of the right. point though, because it's very kind of non-assuming, but like actually like structure wise and stuff like the fact it has very like low stakes, which is fine, but it's like she, I didn't really believe that she was so passionate. Like she was passionate about the, uh, yeah. about the dance company and stuff, but it's like, it, it doesn't really make that its focus so much. Cause it's like she, but it's like, she never talks about how she's like, you know, any other person, me and you, we were in that situation. We would have been like, fuck, I guess we better go get a job. You know what I mean? Just go oh, get a regular yeah. job so I or, can pay rent, and then. Like, but she doesn't even do that. Yeah, which is that, fine. That was something. Yeah, that's that was your, something I. That's your character. I thought the same thing where she's like, "Oh, I'm really poor," and I'm like, "I'm like, from what we're seeing right now, you, you're at the dance company, and I, you get paid to, you get paid to like tutor teach those and, classes or whatever." Yeah, and and I'm sure she probably gets like anytime she's in any kind of production, she probably gets you know a cut of that, and so I understand like there's she has like money outlets, but I'm also kind of like. Yeah, usually people who are doing this, they like they wait tables. You know, that's yeah, that's always something. that's the standard. That's the standard story is like, hey, before I did my passion, I was kind of mm-hmm. you know I was I was waiting tables or whatever. You know that 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 kind of uh, job. It, that, it does like subtly make it seem like that's uh, her big thing, like that's her dream, that's their like main passion, and she won't she won't really like settle for less. And even when she does uh, go to like where she went to college in New York, uh, like Poughkeepsie or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she ends up basically waiting, and she's like, I'm not a waiter. I pour drinks. Like, that's what I do. Uh-huh. I don't wait. Yeah. I pour. And everyone's like, you're a pretty good waiter. She's like, no, I'm poor. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I pour I drinks. Like like- and it, But it's like the thing that kind of bummed me. It didn't bum me out, but I was just kind of like caught off guard by it. But it's like it spends this whole time being like, that's who she is. But then, like, the ending is so, like, I wasn't expecting a big climax. But it's, like, no. anticlimactic in a way. Where it's like she gets like it's just very rushed. There's no build up to like they're like, okay, you do your own thing. And then she has her own production and it's like good and successful and everyone's there. And it's just like and she's like just fine about it. Like I, I it didn't feel like it was as satisfying well, as it could have been. I, I, I took it as that was just like a show that she put together with the help of her company and the help of, you know other people in her lives and she like even though she was determined to like kind of do it herself i still feel like there was there was you know assistance and it was a show that was just kind of one performance and i don't i don't think it like i don't think it really is, is gonna lead to anything i feel well, like it did it, it led to her for once but, getting her own place and I, like i i understand she gets but the like, final building and the francis her whole uh, name doesn't fit so I it's know, francis ha and that's and that's really cute that's a great is, i love that that's such great. a fucking dope ending like that yeah. shot is sick and then the credits uh, yeah but, uh, that is really yeah but yeah. Uh, and that push in too where she's like sitting there with the card and like she finishes it and that just like that lighting's beautiful where her face is really like shrouded you can like it's really blown yeah. out in the back. I love that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying though. It's like uh, I do feel like I when it ended, I was I, like, yeah. "Oh, it's over." Um, no, I, that's a, when I was writing my synopsis. I like kind of was like, "I was like, what the fuck happened after college?" Like when she goes back to college, she works there, and then I'm like, she has that. She has a production. She does like she sh- she has one. She ends up one, taking like, that job as like the secretary and, at the dance company. It's implied. And, oh, and that's then, what it was. But then yeah, she puts on her own production, which but, is a big deal in that era, in that world. Like, it's a big yeah. deal. Everyone comes. All well, the characters are there. 
at the end. But like, I take you, it as like she's doing the she's doing the like soundboard herself and or whatever the, the light board herself. So she's her own technician. I I see it as a small a small time gig in like a production in like a studio that like she just gets the hookup from the job she has then. You know, yeah. I that's what I mean. I th- I think it's just resources that she's still I just don't think she's ever I don't think she'll ever really grow. I think her life is yeah. set where she's always going to have people helping her. Yeah, I but, think I but think she that's gets her own apartment now, and that's like... the little growth is her own apartment. She finally gets to put like Francis Ha in there and that is her like that is oh, I'm I'm finally kind growing up now as I'm time 28 and here I go. I'm not, yeah. you know. I, I guess that's the thing where I know it's, it's just I, like I'm like, is it important it, or is it's it? Almost is too, it not? It's almost too casual, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, right, yeah. It's right. like, is it? There's, or there's isn't almost it? it's, there's not like, enough of a message. Like in Greenberg, it's like really like about mental health and like finding yourself and like in like fucking uh, Margaret the Wedding, it's like it's about well mental health again, but also it's about like relationships and like mending those and like the stress that we have around each other. It's like you know they they have like more definitive i'm gonna go back and watch those because i think those are the only ones i haven't seen is those two oh okay i remember wanting to see greenberg um but yeah now i definitely i do feel like overall this movie hit a a beat for me that i like because it it was it was chill enough but it had like that good pace where it didn't feel like too slow like it was fairly fast-paced for a movie that wasn't really about much and it's like uh, Frances herself is just like, because this is more of a character study than anything. That's why it's like, doesn't feel like it has this huge arc to her character yeah, study of, of her growing up and everything. And it's like, she, I was kind of annoyed with her earlier on in a couple scenes, but she's like, people can be <laughs> annoying sometimes. Like, I don't uh-huh, have to be head over right. heels with her, which is what made her feel yeah. like a real person, though. It's because yeah, exactly. it's just like, I could see her flaws, and it's like, it's sometimes frustrating that she maybe can't see him, but then sometimes she can, but it's like, that's real, man. You well, know what and I, mean? I, I think it's not feels everyone. Real, but I, I think Sophie. I think Sophie does dick her good, dude. It's so funny when like yeah. I love that that she breaks up with her. She like soft in my notes. I like what did they break up? Question mark Because I was like, they do break up. It's like clearly they broke up. But I'm also kind of like he's like he's even like was this a breakup? And she's like, well, yeah, I guess. And then like I don't know, like like that was such a weird, a weird breakup. But um, it, it kind of felt you know it was fun. It like. Didn't, it didn't necessarily feel natural, but I, I liked it for the story. It did feel like, but that's that was the weird thing about this movie tonally, because it's like it it yeah. felt intimate and raw, and a lot of times did feel natural, but then sometimes right. it did feel like it extra cutesy, really over overwritten, yeah, right. Well, like, and that's where right. I was like, I literally was even like, in some of the music cues, I was like, okay, someone's been spending a little too much time with Wes Anderson, like, because uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah. like. Just a little too cutesy on the dialogue here and there uh, that feels real written, which is fine. Like, it adds to, like, the whole, like, New yeah. York, snarky New York vibe. But then the music cues, like, old folk music cues and stuff and, like, the weird old-timey music that will be here and there. And I'm like, did Wes Anderson just wander into the into the editing booth and, like, try, <laughs> the, try this one? Click, you know what I mean? I know. I wonder, yeah. I'm sure that's where, you know, he gets well, it's inter- like for a little while, but. It's like I really like that group, though. It, 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 I have a lot more respect, almost. That's just like they're almost like I don't know how much they all work together, but it's like Greta Gerwig. I really like, like I like her couple of movies. I didn't. I don't know if you saw, like Lady Bird and Little I Women. I saw Lady Bird, and I didn't really like Lady. Bird. It was okay. Bird, but I need I, to. I need to see it again. I, I liked don't know, it. I don't know what it was. I, didn't I mean, like it, but I'm an adult man, and so I, I don't maybe remember didn't why. register to it as much, maybe. Yeah. But I remember thinking, I think it was because the hype. Like, it was, like, best picture of the year. It was nominated for, like, a billion awards. Um, yeah. So I was, like, I watched it and, like, this is fine. I think now right. I would have a better feeling for it. Same with, like, Little Women, which was a fine. That's an old story. That one's been remade a million times. So that one was good. I, I, I like that one because it just has Florence Pugh in it. But I like Greta Gerwig oh, as dude, a... What's new movie? Oh, uh, yeah. As, like, a writer, a writer. As a writer right. and, a, you know, and a director. I think she's, like obviously done those and is done well by them yeah. and then it's like Wes Anderson and Noah Baumbach it's like uh, I like that I've kind of discovered these other filmmakers from Wes Anderson since he was like you know more uh-huh. he's like much bigger of a name and like more iconic to like my youth uh, or not even my youth but like my you know formative years you know obviously we've talked before in the past about 
Wes Anderson. We've I think we've only done one Wes Anderson movie though, which is uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. I, I know, right? but we we both talked about how we love his movies, and he's one of our favorite directors. Um, sure. And it's like it's cool that like his style, even though if it's not like his like f- like his uh, physical cinematography style. But, like, the vibe of his movies is kind of, like, in this crew of, like, his friends and acquaintances that are also great filmmakers. And it's, like, uh, this made me want to watch more Noah Baumbach movies because I watched it and I was, like, God, I forgot how much I like Noah Baumbach, though. Like, his movies got a got a flow that I really enjoy. It's, like, a, for dialogue, <laughs> too, especially. Like, I really... Right. It's, like, there's some movies, like, obviously, like, Quentin Tarantino is so known for his dialogue and, like, Kevin Smith. And it's like I think Noah Baumbach should be among them. Like his dialogue, especially go see, go watch the Merowitz stories or whatever because the dialogue in that's so fucking good. Um, I feel and, like I did see that, but I, yeah, I'll go back. I want to rewatch it and Marriage Story again because honestly, uh, Adam Driver not getting the Oscar during for Marriage Story was a was a crime. I don't remember who he was against though, but I was just like, what is it with Adam Driver, man? <laughs> I got a crush. Dude, I got a crush I, on that guy, but he. Me, me too. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like he's just—he's super charming, but he's like—he's kind of dorky, and he's yeah. like not—he's not like he's not that—he's good looking, but he's not like John Hamm good looking. Well, like, it's because you know, he, he's good Gosling, looking. He's good looking, but, but he's not like necessarily it, traditionally good looking. He's like right, got right, kind right, of right. a derpy face, but like in a good yeah. way. Right, it just works. I think, and it's his power too. He's, he's very tall. Yeah, have you I like the long? I like the long boy. Have you, yeah, he is. <laughs> have you seen? Uh, have you ever watched? Uh, uh, God, what is that show? Why am I Patterson or whatever? <laughs> well, yeah, that's great, but or, but uh, where he just goes around and does poetry because that's Jim Jarmusch, yeah. right? I know Jim Jarmusch. It's he also is a similar kind of vibe. Yeah. Why am I? No, I'm thinking of. Uh, I don't know, man. Do we have any Reddits? <laughs> no, Let's, shut up. Come on, give us give us a Reddit, man. We got the people. People are listening. To I don't us have a Reddit. Gotta, they want to know. They want to know some Reddit. No, John Oliver. Anyway, <laughs> you ever watch John no, Oliver? Is it like his, his show? No, his show. Oh, oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Like weekend nap day or whatever. What's it? What is it? Last week, week tonight, tonight or whatever. Last week tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. But I watch the show. Yeah. He's obsessed with. It. He's got like a whole. He bit does about. He will do like smoky. Yeah, he talks. He'll like. Yeah, he uses like really wild like adjectives. He's like, like yeah, he's like break my like, legs with a sledgehammer, you sexy yeah. bull. Like yeah, you yeah. He'll be like yeah, you big like you big hunk of leather or something. Yeah, he'll always like. Uh, sorry, that's yeah. what it made me think of, and I, I couldn't move on until I got that out of my brain. Um, <laughs> I don't think we got it. I think we got maybe one Reddit. Let me see. Because oh, uh, maybe yeah, Francis. These movies, I will say, have not. I know, yeah. We only we've only got like 120 votes or Animal, something this time. Uh, Anomalies, uh, Francis Ha. Like these yeah. are not the Lord of the Rings. These are not Mad Max no. Fury Road, which is we're cool. not we're not in like we're not in the thousands. For we votes, sort of purposely stepped away from that. I did anyway, kind yeah. of because yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. totally. I'm like, yeah, totally. And I like um, that you're picking movies like I'm not even familiar with. I'm great. I'm specifically picking some movies that I've like wanted to watch. <laughs> so, I mean, clearly, so I'm watching the, new movies. The one the one movie that won. The poll for next week is like we'll get to that. so obvious. It's so funny. Dude, but anyways, yeah. Do, I, do you ever read it? We'll get to that because I did not think that would be the obvious win by far. Are you dumb? <laughs> oh yeah, not even beautiful. close. Right. Anyway, okay, so uh, I got one. It says so Jack Jack Battal, Batlin. Sorry, Jack Batlin says I really liked it. It had a lot of heart. The part with the modern love is iconic, and Greta is so beautiful. That's nice. I agree. Yeah, that's nice of you, but I do. Yeah, I like. I like her. Like she also is, is like an kind Adam of Driver un, type. She's like kind of just like she's tall she's, too. She's got she's, kind of a weird schnoz. I would say she's got. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, a good I way. See. No, I understand. I understand. You like the you like the schnoz. But, hey, uh, I do, buddy. I know you like it. Well, yeah. speaking uh, of, sh- sorry, I know you're gonna say before we go. Bro, the bro, other bro. chick, I got a crush on her because she's got the best uh, schnoz in the world. And her and her teeth are is is. Uh, Meryl Streep's daughter, the other oh, is so- Sophie the character or Sophie? Whatever no, that. not Sophie. Even oh. though I feel the same about her, but the the chick oh, she comes so it, back, yeah, and li- what stays else, with her. What for like other some, movie is she in? She's like one of the main characters in Mr. Robot. That's what it is, Mr. Robot. Yeah. She's like the she's detective, the detect- right? She's like the FBI That's detective. Right. That's where it is. I was like I, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like. Why the fuck, uh, dude? I love how like I want she's her so to be in more stuff. I want her to be. Me too. In more I stuff. love. That's she's really Meryl good. Streep's daughter. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Totally can see that. 
But yeah, she was she was a great. I mean, she's a I mean, she's a fine character. She doesn't really do no, like, not that's much. The whole thing. This, speaking this of schnozzers, like, like, <laughs> this, yeah, right. speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of noses, I she got crushes a, on. She has a really like it's a really like memorable face. I like you know I really was like oh man what is she from? I, mean, I couldn't remember where she was from obviously because I'm yeah. I've got porridge for brains but uh, yeah. it also it's like wow well, yeah, I like the way Greta Gerwig played Francis though because it's again like Francis yeah. she's not an idiot. But it does seem like she might have huffed like she's a little the, too much paint. The, like yeah, she's, she's the every, eat, she's the a little man. bit of lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's the every, she's the everyday. She's tuned in woman, and she's but, got aspirations and uh, stuff. You know what I mean? I in my in my review on Letterbox, I just put she eats like I eat. I saw that. I like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, every time she was eating, I was like, how that is exactly how I eat. <laughs> she's got the, I'm like I'm like I'm in love because she's got the same energy of eating. <laughs> like she eats like she's never eaten before. I know, like, she great. just got I, out. Of, she's she always just like, got I'm out of starving. a submarine. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Then <clears throat> I'm sure the numbers will be uh, fairly low. But you got a money yeah. minute for me? Oh yeah, it's super super easy. It's like a uh, they. It was three three mil to produce it. That's pretty um, good. All things said, really, that's I mean, not it's too bad. Because he, I would have said five friends, right? Five, yeah, five. It's like, and when I say three, it's like three mil. And then there's a lot of like equipment that he owned. It's like it's kind of interesting on that part. It that makes like, sense. But anyways, anyways, so three mil is what they say. So it probably comes to a lot more distribution. But regardless, uh, it grossed like nine point one. Nice. Million. And so it was like a fine turnaround. I th- I think it. I remember when this movie came out. And I was like, oh, cool, you know, and I remember, yeah, Noah Bebek, whatever he's attached, I, like, hear it, and I go, it, like, tings in my head, and I'm like, oh, I like Noah Bebek, and then, but I just, I don't know, I'm not, like, I, just, I don't know why I didn't see this in theaters, it's like. Yeah, well, I, I thought know. it was a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's, it, I don't know, like, something about, I like, I wish more people would give movies like this a chance. I feel like automatically, like, Mary didn't want to watch it just because she wasn't in the mood and it was in black and white. Uh, oh, but dude, black. Oh my God! We I know. <laughs> yeah, we, I know. We, we'll we, get, we, we went on we'll a pretty get, yeah. bad rant on one of the rambles I, about the, the uh-huh. merits of black and white. Because like, yeah, black and white, black and white's it's great. If done, if done right, yeah. but but well, we're, and and even then, but, it's like done right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like like movies <laughs> like like quote unquote independent films that like they have to rely on the laurels of like good writing and good acting because it's like they're not telling these crazy bombastic stories that like. Are just yeah. eye candy because so you know you know what movie I because I just finished it today but you know I want to know what other movie I watched today I haven't put on my letterbox yet what? is Jurassic Park Lost World the second Jurassic Park movie and although both are enjoyable and I do prefer Francis Ha they're totally different movies you know what I mean and I'm just like right. Francis Ha was a nice palate cleanser for that kind of thing like it was just like. Just like it was pretty chill, I had a good pace, it was pretty funny, it was charming, it was heartwarming. And then I went on to watch Jurassic Park Three. I haven't finished it yet though, so but oh, <laughs> and I'm like, it's it's just it's that's the uh that's the ginger before the other roll of sushi, you know. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly, exactly. Well that is and it's like I I usually when I was younger I used to fall into like the category of like, man, it sucks, like big Hollywood movies, they they're you know, they're just cash grabs and like they really, they really do fall in that category. But it's do. like not all movies should be Francis Ha. That that would be, no. That's like no. that would be stale. I, I wish that like, like a lot of people would but, like engage with that because it's like it's not like Francis Ha is a super intellectual. Because people also also think no. they have this idea like when they talk to me, yeah. and they're like, oh, I don't want to watch like some artsy fartsy indie indie right. movie that's like right. a metaphor about your feelings or some shit. And I'm like, not every indie movie is that. Like, this movie is just, like, it's super relatable, and it's chill, and it's, like, you know, it's got just enough drama. Like, even movies like this, it's, like, I don't know. It's just nice to see, like, yeah, some friends made a movie, and they did it for three million yeah. bucks, which is, you know, pretty respectable. In, and it's, Which is, like, chump change when it in comes to... In the industry, to, but it's, like, they and, they were able to have enough to raise three million bucks, which fucking... Right. The, 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 the disgusting things I would do for three million dollars... Uh, I won't. I won't say here since my mom listens. But um, it's like I don't know. I wish that like for some people that's an automatic write off. Like it's not. Oh, wasn't it's like not a big. It doesn't have a known name in it. It doesn't have like oh, it's a it's yeah. a indie movie. Like it's more like 
Like, I just want to have a, I don't know. I, that's a whole other conversation. Well, dude, <laughs> but of like people just, being like, everything's got to be like this huge thing. And like yeah. coming off, all, I'm watching all the, I'm going to watch all the Jurassic Park. <laughs> all the, oh God, you're going to get. I'm going to watch, there, huh? I'm going to even watch the new ones, which I, I watched Jurassic World and stopped because it was terrible, but I'm going to watch uh-huh. them. Uh, but I said the same thing about Star Wars, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I still I, didn't I watch those. Far. You did. I you... got. I got through. I watched six Star Wars. It's pretty good. So yeah, I watched four, which yeah. is way more than I thought I would. <laughs> I know. I got through all six, and I'm not a better man for it. No, honestly, <laughs> the the newer ones. Okay, I don't know. It's better. Yeah. It's better. I oh right right right. I need to watch yeah, the other latest. Can we listen to a Travis for a minute? Oh my god! Can we okay. please hear Travis because. I think I like I had to read I read his thing, but then I also was like, oh, I don't quite remember his question. So, so we'll ho- see if you can actually hear it because like my phone, yeah. I'm on the verge of needing a new phone. Like I wish you could see it. It's like shattered to bits, and so I think it's been extra quiet uh, because it's like I can't. Let me see well, if I can get might, it on like speaker. I think that helps because I think when it peaks, your mic tries to cut it out. I do think that is the case. So I think too. when it's like quieter, it's gonna help. I don't know. Oh. I just wish it knew. I just need to tell it not to just, not just, to stop. just do what I want you to do, fucker. All right, you ready? Like, let me hear Travis. Hey guys, let me start by saying Francis Ha is not the kind of movie I choose to watch, but I'm very glad that some others chose it for me. It was a realistic look into someone's life, their ups and downs, struggles and success. But what stood out for me was it didn't feel like anyone was acting. I hate to make the comparison, but it felt like how reality TV should be. I was so impressed by Greta Gerwig's role as Frances that I looked up her role, her other acting roles, and was surprised to find out I've seen none of her other movies nor heard of the vast majority of them. So my question today is, were you guys aware of her before seeing this film? And if so, what other titles could you recommend? Thanks. Nice. Good question. Dude. Yeah. This is another one of those moments where it's just like, I, I love this film club. And literally, if it was just the three of us, I would still do it. Cause oh, one hundred percent. I mean, we we basically do it for Travis because he, he's always talking point, to us. Yeah, he's we the only one for, I know for we sure. We do it for our our lovely patrons, and you're you're out there, and we love you, well, Kylie Landon. You're a beautiful. We do couple. it for each Thomas, other too. I want to. I love you, Thomas. And of course, we clearly. That's. I mean, that's that's why it started. Don't tell everyone else at home, but yeah. that's why it started is because we just wanted to talk, and then we like to hear ourselves talk. So yes. here we are talking to you. But uh, dude. Uh, uh, Travis, I didn't know her very well either. Like, I don't know of another movie she's in. Um, and when I went to look at her, because I did the same thing, I was like, God, what else is she in? And then, you know, and I kind of found out, like, her connection to Noah and, like, all that stuff. And then I was like, oh, dude, she was in that show Arthur, and I don't really remember her in that. And she's in Greenberg, and I'm like, I don't really fucking remember her in that either. So I'm like, and that's it. Like, looking back through her thing... I'm like, I saw Baghead, but I don't remember her character in that. I, you know, I feel I'm like, like I remember I'm... her maybe from House of the Devil. But honestly, I know her most from directing. Like, I knew her right. as the chick that wrote and directed Lady Bird. And then she, because, like, yeah. she had a real popular couple years. Um, and that's kind of how I knew her. I didn't even really know her acting. But it's weird because I know her face so well i feel like right. i've seen it a ton of times that well it's and i weird think it's francis hall was has always been on my radar and so i've did, i've literally known her from this movie <laughs> so it's like yeah that's true. you know i mean she it. does she was in the Merowith so. stories like like i said and then uh she does a voice in isle of dogs which now i want to like what rewatch because uh yeah travis was saying something about like stop motion and how much he really liked uh he was saying on like one of my letterbox. Thank you, Travis. I never actually responded to you again. He was commenting on one of my letterboxes about uh, Anomalisa and about stop motion in general. Uh, for Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I was gonna tell him to go watch Isle of Dogs. Obviously, is like the next logical yeah. step if you like Fantastic well, I, I, Mr. Fox. Did I, we might have talked about this last time too on Anomalisa? But I texted him like a whole list of movies to start with. And well, like, he did because his question was something myself. about like yeah. stop motion, and we went on to like because it really yeah. isn't that many, so. I know, right, right, right. Yeah, but, um, but anyways, now uh, imagine if Francis Haw was stop motion. In the, in the I know, right? That would be kind of cool. It totally—that's. Amelisa <laughs> made me like it, and like I was saying earlier when I said like 
not all movies need to be Francis Ha. Yeah. But all movies should be done in the same stop animation <laughs> style. Say, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's not like, all movies that, should be Francis Ha, but every movie would be better movie if it was a non-Lisa. If it was a Lisa <laughs> style animation where it's like a lot, it's like live action. Like imagine if we never put humans to film and it was I, all I just stop animation. See... <laughs> like a multiverse, like everything everywhere all at once, yeah. like movie that like encompasses like has a lot of scenes from other movies, but like they're all that stop they're, motion. They're all done, <laughs> yeah, and like true, like true, like just solid stop animation, not just robot chicken, but like yeah. an actual. Someone should do that though, stuff. like just yeah. like you know. How fun would I mean, that I be love... to just watch a scene from like a Quentin Tarantino well, dude, movie, but it's just you... like really well stop animated. You guys, you guys fucking do that. In one of our movies, I'm like plugging our own stuff. But back in high school, you guys in the fight, it's only like a minute, minute, two seconds. But in the fight, you guys do like whiteboard animation, paper animation, yeah, clay animation, and then pixelation, like you know, human stop animation. It's yeah. like, you like go, you guys go through a bunch of stuff. And like, I remember helping that claymation. Was so fun. We're always rock hard but, for stop animation. Like this uh-huh, goes to show you, this stop. is a bit of a rant because this movie has nothing to do with stop animation. Well, but. And, and Francis Hall, like I love this film and it's kind of like, it is, I don't know where we've it come goes, to the thing. It goes to show you how, how much of a bullshit high school we went to. I took stop oh. animation three times. Yeah. Three times. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. I took it every single time. The, I fact, could, I, the yeah. fact that there was a class that was stop animation is beautiful. No, yeah, that replaced and like I, I could have taken like yeah. a I could have taken like a math class or no. like a writing class or something like. Do they have like like society living classes? Because I could have taken a better class, but well, I took film classes. And I, I was a I was a I don't know if you know this fun fact though. And if Brandon, if you're listening, uh, I love you. Shout out. But yeah. uh, I uh, my senior year after you guys, because you know I was the year younger than you guys. Uh, after you guys all graduated my senior year, I only had like two classes and one of them was stop motion. And I was like the TA for Brandon <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, like, right, TA yeah. for like a, like a yeah, semester for that. all his ninth graders. And, oh yeah. Uh, I, I just, sneaking I just into hung Brandon's out. Room. I just hung out in our corner booth all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, oh man. I miss the days. Yeah. Sneak it in and watch. Like I would sneak in and I would sit and watch the movies with them. And he'd be yeah. like, what the fuck? He's like, you gotta get out of here, man. We'd be Go to your other like, class. And they'd be uh, like, nah, that was fun. Yeah. I remember that. Anyway. Um, what was your favorite part of this movie? Francis Ha. <laughs> um, I don't know how she eats. Definitely for sure. Yeah. Is like my favorite part. I think, and I, I don't know. I love the, honestly, the opening is so beautiful. Them like them play fighting. And it does, like you said, like it is montagey, but it's not a montage. It's not a montage. <laughs> no. It just like it's like a lot of vignettes. It's just like kind of cut together, showing showing their like day to day life, and then it'll like it'll go from like day to day to like week to week. Because it like, achieves month month. what a montage achieves, but it's like a <sighs> yeah, but it's like it's a subtler <laughs> like like there's yeah. no it's not set to music usually. No right, and like I love when they're playing like you know the banjo and. Just playing that little tiny banjo, mandolin yeah, banjo, or something, right. or whatever. That's and it's like really cute, and they're like dancing, and they're just like, they are, yeah, running around through the city. I mean, I, I love that. I don't know, man. It's like I really love the like undateable. That's like that's really funny. That's I like, funny, yeah. I like using that as like a. Well, know, I like a the, the the realistic elements of it. Of like, you thought for sure, and that's what makes this movie feel like kind of real and like free flow, like. At the end, he's like, "I'm also single," and it's like you think they're gonna uh-huh. get together, but you then keep, they don't really yeah, like. It, they don't, or right, if right. they and do, I, it doesn't show it. And I, I well, like, and I, I yeah. like that. I like that. I just don't think. I don't think she's interested. I think he's kind of pushing it, you know, a little bit, but he's not like fully like confident to say. It. I'm like, I'm almost kind of as I was watching this, I was like, man, you could, you could, watch anybody's life from here on, and it would be interesting. I think it would be cool. Yeah. It's like going from like Francis' well, life and then like follow Sophie didn't through her make whole it life. Like but, a romance, uh, hardly at all. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was like, if that. anything, it was like she was so in love with her best friend, like yeah. that angle. But I'm, I'm glad that it was like, it's well, interesting that, that it wasn't me, some guy or some lesbian, like it wasn't a, like a, like an intimate yeah. relationship. Like it's more interesting that it was like almost a love story. Like that was the backbone, but of like of this like friend longhood of, friendship, yeah. where she's like she's been think, to my house for Christmas three times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, I think it is they're they're like it's that that twinge of nostalgia that you have for a lost friend. Like when she mm-hmm. talks about the scene, and I think maybe that's probably my favorite scene is when earlier she talks about how she's like 
I want to have that long. I want to have that longing look at somebody across a room, and you just know each other. You know, it does like you know you're like the ones for each other, and it's a look, and you just you know you you both know mm-hmm. it. And then at and the very they, end, and then they have that look. She's and it's like, like it's, she's like, who are you hamming up to over there? You know, or whatever. Yeah, she is. Uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty good. I think my that's, favorite. Yeah. I, I really like that scene too. But my favorite small, and it was another one of the like vignettes thing where she's like. Since she's so poor, she just starts like taking walks in nature more often, and then, oh, yeah, and then that's she's so funny. she's so out funny there line. she's out there smoking, and the it's just like it's literally like fifteen seconds. She's smoking, yeah. and then the park ranger's like, "Hey, you can't smoke here," and she's like, "Oh, sorry," and he's like, "Don't throw it," and he, she throws it into like a shrub, and he like he runs over and, <laughs> and he, cuts. he yeah yeah right it it's is just, it's it's those awkward and I feel humans. like that really those small moments really captured the like genuine feeling of this movie <laughs> and that one yeah. made me laugh out loud so i i was a fan of that because she's like oh I think, shit <laughs> and that's that's what noah Baumbach does really well yeah. in all of his movies he can he can capture like the the humanity the the you know without it being it. like uh, like too and, like it's awkward but it's not like cringe like a lot yeah. of movies like we're like oh they try to make it as awkward as possible and it's just like like this and is, it's not like uh, it's not like we need to talk about Kevin or something where it's like <laughs> super drunk, like where it's just like yeah. so like gut punch drama. It's just kind of like it's life, and that's what that's what Wes Anderson does really well too. Yeah, and so that's why they hyper stylized, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But I he, well, he's I'm trying to imagine now if Wes I, Anderson, like, dude, like, he, wait, just dude, if Wes Anderson made like dude, think about if you watched Rushmore right now, you would go. Wow, this is a this is this is totally like a Francis Haas style. You would you would be like, oh, it's got symmetry, it's beautiful, it looks good. Yeah. But dude, it's nothing like it's nothing like fucking you know Grand Budapest. No, he's like, he's already I, which I love. I love, I love what oh, Grand Budapest is amazing, but he's a uh, he's like that snake that's eating itself right now. <laughs> uh-huh. That's why I always said he's like he's a parody of himself already. Well, have you seen and, French but, Connection yet? No, I haven't, but I've heard that it's, it's, on, it's even on more Wes Anderson. It's than the most Wes Anderson oh. thing ever. I know. And yeah, I it's on it. HBO. So Check gonna, it out. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, anyway, it. Um, are we, what are we missing? Any final remarks? We wrap this up. It's a good movie. I actually I might go back and change we, my we rating because talking it over, uh, I, I feel like I like it more than I am. I, I feel comfortable with mine. But uh, anyhow, um, we didn't really necessarily answer Travis's question on what we would recommend. But basically, Noah Baumbach's category, ca- catalog and then Wes Anderson's. Those, are, those two are... Like, yeah, for sure. And I mean, like... Hey. Um, Honestly, Lady Bird does have a feeling to this. Like watching this made me want to like, go back and like rewatch Lady Bird because yeah, it does. I like me too. It does have that vibe. Yeah. It's more. It's more angsty, for sure. Right. And but that's well, the point because cool. it's I like that, teenager. I love that it is. Yeah, I love that it's going from yeah teen and now she's in her twenties and it's like. I literally cool. was like, that's oh, they could be like, it's similar. Like I could see them being yeah. the same thing. So, uh, right. yeah, check that out. I'll know bomb box are good. And then now I want to go back and watch some more Jim Jarmusch stuff because that's like. He, Jim Jarmusch yeah. is like Noah Baumbach if he was like a surrealist. <laughs> really, really though, yeah. Dude, Jim Jarmusch is so good, man. Yeah. Well, I know ever since, yeah. especially, I've liked all of his movies that I've when, seen, but since we watched, we watched uh, Dead, Dead Man, man yeah. <laughs> Dude, Dead I Man was so Dead good. Man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Jim Jarmusch is like, he gets a lot of hate, but dude, I love that, like, uh, what is it, like the Dead... Oh my god, now I can't even think The last the movie he made, the zombie the Dead one? Dead Don't Die or whatever? Yeah, yeah. that was fun, man. I, I liked I that. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It was uh, like a zombie mumblecore movie. It was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really though. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I wanted that until I watched it, and it just like had uh, it, one of the dude, like Wu Tang in it, like Bill Murray. Just Wu Tang was in it, and it's it's cool. It's almost like it's his most like uh, Quentin Tarantino esque movie. Yeah. like him, like him, like taking different genres. It was wild. I never expected that, but I think he had fun with it. Anyways, uh, this movie's fantastic. Um, what about uh Yeah, it's pretty good. Our ne- what about next week? So, uh I could have probably ended it, but we're going to do one more 90-minute movie cuz I've been liking the vibe. It's uh short yeah, and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Next week. That. So, I was fucking surprised and I don't know why you weren't. So, I specifically picked movies that I thought would would have a hard time cuz they all have pretty cool following. So, I thought for sure Really? I thought for you know what movie I thought for sure was going to win. Because anime nerds go hard Col- was perfect. Blue. <laughs> oh really? I mean that is that is what I voted for. <laughs> but yeah, that, I, voted I figured for, you would. And then Cloverfield has got a huge following. I thought Clover Cloverfield, but that, I mean like Office Space. I was like, oh, Office Space it's is really likable, but 
it's like right. I feel like it doesn't have like the fan base as the other movies. Like people, like they got the fan base, man. Because what was no? I, I, I think pull it up. I think like Office Space and Idiocracy are like movies that are memed and talked about like every day on Reddit. I guess like, they, you know, memed. Yeah, in, I guess they are. Memed. You know, that's as I mean, it's like and Office Space is Office Space is a really good movie. So I'm excited to I'm, watch. it I haven't again. watched it in like just ten sad. years. So I'm, I'm sad I'm, that it's like the only. I mean, it's besides Eraserhead, which I need a refresher. Again, Eraserhead, Eraserhead would be fantastic to watch so, again. Petite Maman. So. Petite Maman was the other one. I know, I which I want to see, but like everyone was gushing about it, and it's the most recent. So I was like, that stands a chance. Perfect Blue because anime nerds. Cloverfield because it was a huge fucking monster movie and then Eraserhead because people how many Lynch movies have we watched at this point so I'm like maybe I know we obviously have some Lynch fans out there in the film club yeah uh, among myself because I actually voted for Eraserhead because um, nice, nice. it's because I just had a newborn too, I, so I kind of well, like. <laughs> I, knew, I knew, yeah. I love, dude. I love somebody. Somebody in the comments of the poll was like, "Eraser head, no, or whatever." <laughs> Once oh, was really? enough, is what they put. I didn't even the, see that. It's firm pudding. <laughs> that user put "Once is enough" because I was like, "Oh man, uh, I really thought Eraser head would be in the running." You know, but it wasn't even close. Yeah. And Firm Pudding was like, once was enough. Uh, too great. bad, Firm Pudding, because guess fucking what? We're watching it in October. And, like, every We're going to watch it in October. We're, we're somehow going to watch like 100 horror movies. That, I, <laughs> I, I want to. Someone needs to go back. Can someone go back and make a super edit of <laughs> all the movies movie, that like, we've said cool, we're going to cool. watch? We'll watch it in October. For the, we'll watch it in October for. We have 31 movies to watch, and we've, yeah, we've we're said at least 300. So, anyway, we are no, watching yeah. next week Office Space. Which I'm down as fuck because um, I really like Office Space. It's, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of excited to see it now. I haven't seen it. It's been a long this, time. This old. I've, yeah. And I've never worked like necessarily an office job, so it's like kind of fun to see. I want to yeah. see what it's like. You know, I worked retail enough, but it's like I haven't watched it since. Like it probably has. I've watched it like four or five times. All in my early twenties, probably. Right. Right. Same. I mean, yeah. I think um, I never. Passed, so it's, like, it's yeah, been a while. I mean, I know thing. the movie pretty front to back i could probably explain right. it to you uh, even so right. which oh, which is a, we, which is a testament we could probably yeah well talk about that movie is what got me into ghetto boys <laughs> originally <laughs> oh seriously yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like three ghetto boys songs in it or something All right. um, yeah. anyway cool that'll be cool and hopefully that's one my wife will watch with me but at this point i will never get my hopes up on it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah let her rest yeah we'll see all right thanks all right. thanks for cool. listening everyone well, check see, out I'll the see you next week. check out the reddit I don't know what movies we're going to do next month, so if you got an opinion on that, chime in. Um, all right. Travis, thanks for calling. Thanks to the Patreons, InstaSnarf, yeah, website. Oh, here. Let me give you the phone number real quick. Nobody nobody go away. Don't touch that dial. Don't don't touch that uh, dial. Here's the number. Call us in. It's live. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, God, I, I, that'd be cool, dude. That'd be fun. Uh, anyhow, uh, we would get zero calls, but still. <laughs> Literally, um, it'd be like, Mom, hopefully please call. It would be Travis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to be like Travis and give us a call and then we can you know either play it live or you know not have to play your message on our podcast if you don't want your voice there but if you just want to chat with us and leave a voicemail you can dial the phone number 801-613-1501 very nice give us a call. yeah that'd that be nice. awesome i yeah. love it. my coworkers are like really into this podcast too so i'm like are they that's like, nice. hashtag, hashtag like and subscribe please yeah i appreciate you guys uh it's always nice when i know that uh, not 95% of the people listening to the podcast are like Russian bots or something. It's always know, nice right? when it's like... Which is, which is fine. I need to just buy some so that we can start making money. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, right. We're, 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 barely, we're barely making enough to pay for the pay for the hosting. So. That's true. But anyways, we love we love everyone out there who does support us. You're dope elope, and we're going to go to bed now. Okay, goodbye. We're going to go watch more movies. All right. Yep. Bye.